the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. A lot of finger pointing as to who to blame for the government shutdown. The House will be in order. The federal government has shut down, but Congress is in session trying to find a way to reopen it. And President Trump is letting his views be known through Twitter, saying Democrats are far more concerned with illegal immigrants than they are with our great military or safety at our dangerous southern border. They could have easily made a deal, but decided to play shutdown politics instead. That's Ben Thomas reporting. Caltrans says Highway 101 has been cleaned of mud in Santa Barbara County and workers now clearing drainage areas and stabilizing embankments so it can reopen as promised on Monday morning. Meanwhile, authorities continue to look for three people still missing from the January 19th mudslide that killed 20 people and destroyed hundreds of homes in the community of Montecito. This is SRN news. Mark Levin defines a hellhole. Now these liberal Democrats tell us over and over again, you can't return these people back to their country. You can't send them back to Mexico or Haiti or whatever. can't send them back to Honduras, the crime, the poverty, the disease. How many times have we heard that, Mr. Producer? Over and over again. Isn't that the definition of a hellhole? Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with the headliner Mitch Berg is coming up next year on your home for Intelligent Radio. Glad to have you joining us. We are AM 1280 The Patriot, and you still have a chance to join us for our second annual Crisis and Security Summit. There's still seats available, just about 20 left. Reserve your seat by going to am1280thepatriot.com. Join us for the Crisis and Security Summit. 40 will be the high, 28 the low tonight, upper 30s for Sunday. Clouds throughout the weekend. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. The wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, making talk radio great again. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. This is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, Of course, uh, the closer edition, Brad Carlson, heard every Sunday from 2 to 3 on AM 12A, The Patriot. The King Banyan Radio Show. By the way, which has been on fire lately. you got to check them out. They're every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, on their sister, uh, sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, we are together, the three of us, the Northern Alliance Radio Network on AM 1280, The Patriot, going on our 14th anniversary, crushing all before us on we, uh, Twin Cities Weekend Radio, ergo Twin Cities Radio, because the weekend is where the good stuff is in Twin Cities Radio. Uh by the way, we got so much stuff going on here. Holes for Heroes coming up next week and the following week. This is a, it's it's the event so nice they're finally doing it twice. I, I forget how many years we've been out at Holes for Heroes. I want to say it's it's got to be seven or eight years now. Brad Carlson will no doubt text me in a few moments with the correct answer. But we have been out at Holes for Heroes. I think, uh, gosh, at least. Uh, at least, I think, since Brad Carlson started uh, on the Narn, which is six years ago. Uh, I don't know if Ed, I think Ed may have done one Holes for Heroes, which would place the show back in 2010 or the winter of 2011, perhaps. I believe that was it. Uh, that uh, the, the first time we did uh, Holes for Heroes out there, which is going back a ways. We, uh, that, this would be our what, eighth appearance out there at Holes for Heroes, and it's always a lot of fun. 
sitting out on the ice, uh, talking with veterans, talking with some of the people who are working with them, talking with uh, with the whole crew from uh, Holes for Heroes and uh, the various organizations that bring uh, that aim to help not only veterans but inner city kids and all sorts of other people as well. And this year we're doing it twice. Next Saturday we'll be out on uh, Medicine Lake as usual, the same spot on uh, just off of 169 and uh, 394. In Golden, uh, Golden Valley, St. Louis, one of those, anything west of Lindell might as well be South Dakota to me. <laughs> so uh, I, I believe it's I believe it's Golden Valley, Minnetonka, what, at Plymouth? Anyway, uh, Medicine Lake. And uh, following that, the week after that is going to be out on White Bear Lake in the town of conveniently named White Bear Lake. Uh, so if you miss us out in the western subs, we'll be out in the northeast subs the following week. And it's always it's always a great time. We're looking forward to it in a big way. And uh, maybe maybe we can unveil upon uh, Brad Carlson to uh, give a call to the pageant crowd and get them out on the ice here. That's always a lot of fun. Uh, note to uh, note to Brad. <laughs> Speaking of Brad, I'll be in for Brad next uh, Tuesday. Uh, next Tuesday, next Sunday, from two till three on the uh, Brad Carlson closer edition of the Northern Alliance. Brad uh, is going to be off on assignment. So this is actually my, uh, well, that will be my only day in the studio for the next three weeks. I'll be out. Uh, this will be the last studio uh, Saturday Narn broadcast uh, of this month and until uh, the second week of February. So we're going to be out on the road for a bit. It's, it's going to be like state fair time. Kind of forget what the studio looks like after a while. But it'll be fun. We get to go out and meet uh, meet people and uh, do do fun stuff out on the road. It's always uh I always enjoy meeting the audience out there. That particular audience is a particularly fun one. So join us at Holes for Heroes next week at Medicine Lake and uh, two weeks from today on White Bear Lake. That'll be that'll just be a lot of fun. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you'd like to join us. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N, short for Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm also uh, findable on Facebook at Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, where basically, if you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me. Bada bing, you're, you're, you're good to go. So this past week, uh, there was a bit of a kerfuffle uh, launched when a memo was leaked from the Minnesota Republican Party in which Chairwoman uh, Jennifer Carnahan noted that she uh, would, would like to propose uh, an alteration to her compensation, a 10% commission on major donations. Uh, this uh, from the Star Tribune, the, uh, a uh, piece uh, written by uh, Patrick Kulikan, a former AP writer. Uh, the chairman of the Minnesota Republican Party wants a personal commission on big donations to the party, according to a memo she sent to the party executive board. The December memo from Jennifer Carnahan, uh, first reported Wednesday by the Associated Press, outlines a plan in which she would receive 10 percent of major donations uh, retroactive to the final quarter of 2017. Uh, her payout for the final three months of 2017 would be more than 24000 bucks. Uh, her current base salary, by the way, is $67,000. Carnahan's predecessor, and it's noted, uh, Keith Downey, uh, also received a commission, but it was lower than what Carnahan has requested. Carnahan said in an interview Wednesday that she makes less than some of the party staffers who report directly to her and less than recent previous party chairs, which is true, by the way. I mean, I've seen uh, the, the salary stats for uh, the recent chairs. I've seen some of the voting on uh, party uh, chair uh, party officers because I am a very low-ranking party officer myself, at least for now. Uh, we're going to be changing that here in, in coming months. But I have been a member. I've been on State Central. Uh, I've been to State Central. I've been a voting member and an observer at State Central in the past, and I've been uh, I've, I've I've been involved in party politics for a while. And the the compensation for the party chair has been a, a hotly contested item in party circles for quite some time now. Uh, there have been party chairs who uh, offered to work for free or for a dollar. There are or candidates, at least, who said to get the party out of debt. They should, they'd be perfectly willing to put in a, a year or two's worth of work uh, virtually gratis. Uh, I've seen party chairs who are in the $100,000 range, uh, either asking or receiving $100,000. Uh, Jennifer Carnahan, uh, listed in the uh, media here, is getting $67,000. When you consider that she's the CEO of a, of a relatively uh, mid-sized, let's just call it a mid what would be the equivalent of a mid-sized corporation, with a bunch of uh, with a fair number of employees and a whole lot of uh, affiliates, let's just say the the volunteers and so forth that work with it, sixty seven thousand dollars is is far from exorbitant. Now, 
here's the the thing. Some of the social media response to this has been, I'll just be charitable, and I'll be charitable for a reason. Uh, it, it's been a little ignorant. And I say that not out of spite or anger or, or to mock anyone who made it, because I will tell you right now, it's I'm pretty close to the issue, and I'll tell you why in a minute here. The people who said, let's see, uh, let's see her win some races first are, are the funniest ones of the bunch. Uh, the, the, the chairman of the Republican Party doesn't win races. That was a little odd there. Apparently, I've got uh, company here on the air. All right. So there were, here's the thing. Uh, we, I've seen some of the responses saying, oh, okay, the, the, let's see her win some races first. Well, the chairman of the Republican Party doesn't run races. That's the thing. The candidates run races. Let's see her implement some, some better policies. Let's see her pass this, uh, this idea or another. The, uh, the chairman of the Republican Party has nothing to do with policy. The chairman of the Republican Party uh, has absolutely nothing to do. It's entirely a matter of candidates. You want something to happen. You want a policy passed. You get your candidates to support those policies. That's how policy is passed in, 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 in democratic politics. The party chair influences the party. The party chair sets the tone. But the, the, the party chair's main job is not to go out and run campaigns, win races, and, and, and affect policy changes in and of themselves, him or her. The party chair's job is to raise money and provide uh, a base of support for candidates uh, and to leave the party in a healthy condition to do both of those things, to support candidates and to, to win races, ideally. And, and what the, the actual candidates believe should be driven by the party's overall set of beliefs. But here's another note for you here. The party chair only has has no more to do with what the party officially believes and supports than do any of you who go to caucuses. Because what the party officially believes is encapsulated in the party's platform. Now, that's the good news. The bad news, of course, is the party's platform at this point, the official platform that the, the party has, is gibberish. It's, it's 17 printed pages. Last I checked, years ago, last time I bothered to read it, was uh, years ago, it was 17 pages of fairly small type. Uh, combining uh, resolutions that made it all the way up from caucuses to state uh, convention level to be incorporated into the, into the platform. And some of them, as we've noted on this broadcast in the past, are entirely contradictory. You can find parts of the party's official platform that contradict other parts of the party's platform. I mean, it's a hot mess. It's the kind of thing that an editor could go through and make it look like the St. Valentine's Massacre with all the red ink that they would leave behind. <laughs> and it's gotten to the point where uh, activists within the party, with varying degrees of success, have have basically dis- decided to have not only the party's platform, but basically an executive summary of the party's platform, a statement of principles, a, a top ten list, if you will, of the things that the party believes more more, more centrally than they do to the platform. Oh, by the way, it's it would be so much better if the plat- entire platform was replaced. And believe me, I've been on efforts to try to do that over the years. And and the response to that is always, well, the the platform represents the efforts of a lot of of a lot of activists, and it, it can't be thrown out lightly. I said, well, yeah, it's the efforts of a lot of activists who have put together something that is completely unreadable and completely unenforceable. Whereas if you have top five, top 10, top 20 principles that the party's supposed to uphold, that's a lot clearer. That's a lot more, more, more pointed. And to get back to the original point, it's something over which you, a party activist, assuming you are a party activist, someone who shows up at caucuses, who gets elected as a delegate, who brings policies and proposals up through the caucus and district convention, congressional district convention, and state convention processes have just as much, if not more, control over, at least in terms of getting the ideas into the hopper and voted on, than the party chair does, no matter who the party chair is. 
So Jennifer Carnahan has nothing to do with any of that. What she is supposed to do is raise money. And I've seen some some response from various conservative parties who have expressed some, let's just say, peak at the idea that, that Jennifer Carnahan should be should be paid a 10% commission on major donations. By, by major donations, we're talking the big ones. Right here, we're not talking your $20 or $20, $20 you drop in the hat at a, uh, at a, at a caucus. We're not talking the $50 you give to uh, the party through your, your, your campaign, your refundable campaign donation. No, we're talking the big ones, the, the, the four-figure, five-figure donations that you get from the, the deep-pocketed donors. Uh, 651-289-4488. My two cents on that. One week, come back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Let's take a break right now, and we'll also go to the phones when we return on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altwig of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Studies show if you sleep next to someone who snores, you could be losing an hour of sleep every night. I'm Trina Webster, and I don't have that problem anymore. I'm Dan Webster. We're the founders of Z-Quiet. We know how snoring can turn your sweet dreams into a nightmare of shoving, poking, and morning frustration. Not to mention those dreaded trips to the couch in the middle of the night. Snoring was a real problem for us. I tried everything, even surgery, but nothing worked. That's when we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. Just pop it in before you sleep and kick snoring out of bed forever. Millions of people are sleeping better every night thanks to Z-Quiet. So if better sleep is one of your goals, go to GetZQuiet.com. Get $20 off the regular price when you text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com and get $20 off today. People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist and, more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals. Coming to the Sheraton Bloomington, January 26th and 27th, only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE, that's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com, that's Tradeway.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? Hey, if you think you're going to find some fun anyplace else on February 3rd than the Sundance Bar, Grill, and Bowling Alley in Maple Grove, you are demented because that's where the fun's going to be. My band Elephant in the Room back at the Sundance in Maple Grove. Directions upcoming here. Make your plans. Stop by out on February 3rd at the Sundance in Maple Grove, and you can. Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. 
Anyway, that's uh, Elephant in the Room, one of my bands. Uh, coming up on February 3rd at the Sundance. Hope you can make it out. There's all, we had a bunch of listeners uh, come out there last time, including some people I haven't seen in close to 30 years. I, a couple old uh, friends from college who live in the neighborhood stopped on by. It was a great time uh, out at the uh, the Sundance last time we played there, November 11th, I believe it was, the night before the, uh, the Supreme Soviet of Love gig uh, on tour 2017. <laughs> anyway, hope to see you out there. Uh, uh, Jennifer Carnahan, uh, in a memo leaked to the media by someone uh, in the Republican Party, uh, well, hierarchy somewhere, uh, asked for a 10% commission on large donations. Now, there there are people in the Republican Party hierarchy and middlearchy uh, and, and among the, the conservative kibitz in class who, who reacted as this was completely unthinkable, notwithstanding the notion that among the Republican Party chair's biggest jobs is what? Fundraising. And while some parties employ fundraisers to, well, raise funds, and and the fact is they pay them by what? A commission on the funds they raise. That's right. You nailed it. Uh, This is is not unheard of. And not only is it not unheard of, it is the current, has been the current practice for the Republican Party chair. Keith Downey, as the news report said, earned a commission on his major fundraising. It wasn't 10%. On the other hand, if memory serves, he had a higher salary than Carnahan has. Anyway, uh, so so it, it should not be a major issue, but it has been made into a major issue among some in the Republican Party, my two cents worth, because, well, there's some people out who just do not like Jennifer Carnahan. I don't know. I, she's, new, she's still, let's be honest, new in the office. We have an election to see how well the Republican Party brand does around and about the state. And it's going to be an interesting race because there are signs it could be a Democrat wave nationwide. And there are signs that the Republican Party could have the potential to do very well here in Minnesota. So we'll see. I'm not averse to the idea of Jennifer Carnahan getting a uh, a, a 10% commission, if that will help the fundraising, because God knows the Republican Party in Minnesota needs to raise some funds. They're certainly not... Uh, out of the woods yet financially from the debacle of the 2010-2012 budgets, but and which left the party $2 million in debt. I mean, we're still digging out of that hole. But here's the deal. If it helps fundraising, I say go for it. And if it doesn't help fundraising, well, I'll tell you what, you party activists can control that. You control who is elected party chair. It, it, you're one state central uh, meeting away from being able to oust the chair. It's a year and a half. During which, I, that's that's basically the job review that party chairs get. If you're doing a good job, you get reelected. And if a 10% commission will help the party chair do a better job of raising the funds that the party desperately needs, I say go for it. If you disagree, I'd love to hear from you. 651-289-4488. In, uh, in South Carolina, Tom, welcome to the broadcast. How you doing, Mitch? Always fantastic. How you doing, Tom? Oh, well, I'm enjoying the weather. <laughs> I bet. So am I. But then I grew up in North Dakota, and I'm a little weird that way. What can we do right. you for today? Hey, I, I have three observations for you. Hit me. First of all, I think you were remiss. Maybe I missed it. But you would mentioned earlier that most a lot of Ethiopian uh, immigrants, most of them don't get into trouble. Right. Uh, uh, that may be because... Ethiopia is a majority Christian con- country. I don't That's know if true. You do that or not? Majority it of uh, Ethiopians are Coptic Christians. That's true. Although there is exactly a sizable right. Muslim minority in, in Ethiopia as well. But you're right. It's right. a majority Christian country. And so th- this is a minority of a minority coming over here to cause trouble. Fair point. And we don't. And we, by the way, there's a fair number of, of refugees to Ethiopia from other countries in the area, and we don't know. Uh, Ms. Hassan's family background, much beyond the fact that her mother is from Ethiopia. We know nothing beyond that, so it's all speculation. But okay, point number two. Point number two. She uh, evidently, I'm reading here, I was uh, checking this the story, the story out after you had said it, and it, it seems that she had written a letter to her roommate saying she wanted to restore the caliphate. Yep. And other assorted things, and her roommates gave that to campus security. Really? 
I hadn't seen that. That's what it says <laughs> on the Pioneer Press. Now, I'm wondering wow. if the U.S. attorney got that message or did the administrators of St. Catherine's choose to hold that information to themselves. That'll be interesting to find out. Yeah, th- th- that'll be interesting to find out, Tom, because as you're well aware, uh, St. Kate's, you're probably more aware than I am, St. Kate's is a relentlessly politically correct institution. Yes, it is. Uh, point three, I don't know what it is. There, you know, there's Muslims that have been relocated all over the country. Yep. But it seems like only in California and in Minnesota do they really get fired up. I wonder if it isn't having something to do with the leftist environment they find themselves in that encourages that kind of behavior. You know, that's an interesting observation, Tom, because you can't get much more of a leftist environment than St. Kate's. And this woman, of course, was, was had gone to St. Kate's for at least part of, uh, for, for at least a, a year or two. She's listed as a former student. And, and it's, you're right, you don't see Muslims in other parts of the country, of which there are many, uh, doing this sort of thing. I mean, I, I point out with occasional bemusement that the first mosque in America was built in Ross, North Dakota in 1910 by Syrian-Lebanese immigrants who went on to be absolutely stellar Americans. And, and most of them are intermarried in with the local Lutherans nowadays. They, they, you don't find a lot of Syrian Muslims in North Dakota these days, although I went to high school with quite a few of their descendants. And and you don't you, you did not see them doing this sort of thing. And you don't see them That's doing right. this sort of thing in, 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 in Missouri or Florida or at least not in any significant numbers. But you're right. It seems to be an endemic problem in California and not just Minnesota, but the Twin Cities in particular. You don't, you don't, see, the, you don't see the Somalis and Thief River Falls doing this sort of thing. That's exactly right. I think there's something worth looking into there, Tom. I think there's a, there's a uh, sort of a synergy, and, and not a good synergy, of, of energy between the, the, the far left, the America-hating far left, which is as distinct from... Those liberals out there who who are pro American, they do exist. Uh, Dennis Prager points this out. There's a there's a there's a difference between liberals and progressives. Uh, a liberal, forget about classical liberals for a moment here, which we call conservatives these days. Uh, there there are liberals out there in the John F. Kennedy school and the and the Randy Kelly school of the. Yeah, it's harder to name harder to name current famous examples of them, but they do exist out there in in the real world. Uh, maybe not in Twin Cities politics, but there's a difference between liberals, who are very frequently very good, sol- who are good, solid Americans, and and I know quite a few of them, and the progressives that want to control America, want to have political power in America, but don't really, and, and like to mouth support for some of the the platitudes around which the American ideal is built, but they don't really care for them. They they talk they, they they talk about supporting free speech but they really only support the speech they agree with as evidenced on campuses like St. Kate's by the way and St. Thomas where we've gone for years i mean some of the first guests we had on this broadcast 10 12 14 years ago were students talking about the suppression of free speech from conservatives on campuses like St. Catharines and St. Thomas St. Thomas, which actively shut down conservative uh, efforts. Uh, we talked with our good friend Katie Kiefer about that 12, 13 years ago. And, and we had the same conversation with, with students at St. Catharines, when I believe it was St. Catharines who shut down an appearance by pro-life African-American author Star Parker. This would have been what, eight, nine years ago, a while ago now. So this is not a new thing, especially at places like St. Catharines. And St. Thomas, both of which are expressly Catholic institutions, although very much representing the far left wing of the Catholic orthodoxy, and schools like McAllister, which underneath the waves of, of and, and layers of political, correct, of political correctness slathered on top is a Presbyterian institution. Now, of course, they're affiliated with the Presbyterian Church USA, which makes Bernie Sanders look like... Strom Thurmond in terms of overall politics. But you get the point I'm looking at here. I think Tom has a point. I think there is something. Now, it's not unheard of to find people outside of California and Minnesota 
who happened to be of the Muslim faith, uh, stepping outside the lines. There was the uh, shooting in Little Rock, Arkansas at the Army Recruiting Station. There was a shooting in, uh, oh, there was the, the fella in Oklahoma who beheaded a woman at a, at, a, uh, at a manufacturing plant before he was shot by a carry permit holder. But these, I mean, it happens, but it's statistical background noise compared to the relative frequency of these sort of episodes happening here in the Twin Cities. I think we probably need to bring the folks from Archway back on to talk about this at some point. Thanks for your call, Tom. 651-289-4488. Riding the crazy train that is Twin Cities sociology. I'm Mitch Berg. Go nowhere. beautiful. I'm Madison Reed and my mom named her revolutionary hair color company after me. My mom taught me that women can do anything they set their mind to. Hi, I'm Madison's mom, Amy Errett. I founded Madison Reed with the idea to create luxurious, ammonia-free, salon-quality at-home hair color that saves women time and money. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, multi-dimensional, shiny hair. I'm proud to say Madison Reed is a female-led company. From our chief marketing officer to our master colorist, we are all women and top experts in our field. Founded in love, we are a hair color company led by women, made for women. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code GRATEFUL. That's code GRATEFUL. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. Bingo. 19 men attacked our country. You'd be the first to fight back. Today comes the declassified true story. We're on our own. Fighting 50,000 Al-Qaeda fighters. Of 12 fathers, brothers, and soldiers. If we fail, what happened back home is going to happen again. Who volunteered to fight. How do you love your family and leave them to go to war? And gave us a reason to hope. From the producer of Black Hawk Down. I ain't losing one, man. 12 Strong, the declassified true story of the horse soldiers. Not playing. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with AM 1280 The Patriot. And we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for five years now, and it has helped many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of the schools we have a partnership with. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call AM 1280 The Patriot today at 651-289-4406 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program. That's AM 1280 The Patriot at 651-289-4406. The only thing more rewarding than driving away with your new car is knowing that you've made the best dealership choice. It's what Luther Hudson Chevrolet GMC customers experience every day. Because Luther Hudson Chevrolet GMC has one of the top customer satisfaction ratings in the nation. They value price all their vehicles so you get the best possible value. Go east 10 minutes from the 494-694 crossroads to Hudson Chevrolet GMC. You'll find great cars, great people, and a great experience every time at HudsonChev.com. Find new roads. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio, working at 651-289-448H. My name is Mitch Berg, my blog, shotinthedark.info. Hey, I got a reminder for you. If you're in a leadership position at church or Christian school, like, say, St. Catherine's University. You were invited to join us at the second annual Crisis and Security Summit this coming Wednesday at the Devil Tree in Hill uh, in Bloomington. It's free and features experts in the fields of preparing for and responding to a crisis, cybersecurity, physical security, and planning, and much more. The event is free, but you got to go to am1280thepatriot.com to pre-register. It's brought to you by Henningsen and Snoxell Attorneys and Law and AM1280 The Patriot. 
make sure you get down there. It's in the news. It's in the news for a reason. And uh, so I urge you to check it out if you're part of the Christian education or church community. Heck, who knows? Maybe any other uh, church as well. Oh, yeah, I needed this. A couple of things off air uh, to apprise you. If I had a question off air, how long will the shutdown last? The shutdown will last until it becomes politically untenable, uh, until the first side finds uh, finds it politically untenable to continue the shutdown uh, and and that's that's kind of a non answer we don't know i mean it's it's who who is going to be forced politically to blink first in most government shutdowns uh, like for example the one in in minnesota i believe in 2011 uh, the 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 media as i recall did its level best to to paint this episode as the fault of republicans and to make sure that all political uh, all the political fallout redounded against the Republicans. And it was one of many things that was held against the Republicans in the election of 2012, which flipped the entire state legislature from Republican to Democrat control with uh, long-term disastrous consequences for this state, as we're seeing in its economic numbers these days. But it, it could it, we don't know where it's going. I mean, the media is obviously going to be in the bag for, for the Democrats. They are soft peddling. The fact, the fact that essentially what held up this last uh, the, the vote on this uh, continuing continuing resolution last night was uh, Chuck Schumer uh, essentially holding a procedural vote that required a sixty vote majority to avoid killing the continuing resolution, and he did it over uh, wanting to continue uh, the Dream Act or DACA, one of the one of the illegal immigrant enabling bills uh, laws in. in uh, you keep basically continue making the border safe for illegal immigrants. So uh, that's when will it become politically untenable for the Democrats? There was a time if we'd have, if you'd asked me this two years ago, four years ago, ten years ago, I'd have said, yeah, whenever uh, the Republicans figure out that it's completely not in their interest to continue the fight. Now, given an electorate that just sent Donald Trump to the White House. I'm thinking that particular bit of calculus might be wrong. And when I say calculus, I mean wild guessing. <laughs> Politics is, is especially in, in the Trump era, is more a matter about hunches and reading tea leaves than it is about, quote, political calculus, more than normal. Anyway, but I, I, I have a hunch that, that it's entirely possible that if the Republican Party is is better about and Donald Trump for that matter is better about working the media than other previous republican legislatures have been that it could actually redound to the democrats disadvantage it's entirely possible so the answer to the question is i don't know no one really knows but i it's i think that the, the idea that uh, americans are drawing a distinction between legal and illegal immigration and have had enough of illegal immigration and of, of illegal immigrants getting a free legal ride, if not financial ride in this country, and and is, is shown by the fact that the Democrats uh, are being so consistent and so strident and so, well, strident is the best word for, for in, in their proclamation that, that Americans who oppose immigration, mind you, never illegal immigration, are racist. This this constant this, this this constant drumbeat of declaring anyone who opposes illegal immigration being a racist is sounding more to me. I could be wrong. Sounding more and more desperate because it's it's my again as I noted when we responded to Tina Smith, Senator Smith, excuse me, her response about the shutdown. The the Democrat uh, line on this and as so many issues is to basically tell a bald-faced lie because their audience isn't going to know any better and doesn't care to find out. But there's a lot of people out there who put Donald Trump into office who have a little more stake in this issue than the typical Democrat audience does. So I don't know who's going to find this politically untenable first. Now, another thing that popped up off the air is on Twitter, a friend of the broadcast, Narnfan, on Twitter, 
he must be a fan of the, a friend of the broadcast if he gave his handle name and uh, an avatar uh, relates to the Northern Alliance. So kudos, thank you. Uh, points up: Christians and Muslims go to each other's holiday celebrations in Ethiopia. It's way less messed up culturally and civilly than Somalia. Very true. Now, 40, 50 years ago, it was another story. Uh, Ethiopia was was racked by famine and civil war, and there was terrorism coming from Ethiopia. But uh, there was it was it was brief. It was regional, and it uh, was controlled when when Ethiopia basically rebuilt itself into a. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a place you necessarily want to move, but it's a place that has managed to have some sort of diversity. And I use that in the generic sense, not the politically correct sense of the term. You have a culture where you have a fairly moderate majority, Coptic Christians, and a minority that gets along fairly well and some other minorities that, uh, that 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 sort of keep each other keep each other's worst impulses in check and so that's correct in Ethiopia Christians and Muslims get along because they've had bigger things to worry about in the near past I don't know it's not part of the culture perhaps uh, it's worth looking into actually Ethiopia is an interesting country and as I pointed out before uh, when people start lumping immigrants from the Horn of Africa together I point out that uh, not only do Ethiopians have a vanishingly low crime rate in Minnesota, but as 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 a nationality, anyway, regardless of their religion, but that people from Eritrea, which, by the way, was one of the civil wars that Ethiopia fought 40 years ago, a breakaway province that is now its own state in uh, on the on the coast of Ethiopia, uh, tend. <laughs> tend to be fairly conservative politically. I mean, we had uh, one of our congressional candidate uh, 12 years ago in, in St. Paul was an Eritrean native. Wonderful fellow. OBCM didn't run a great campaign. It's hard to run a good campaign when you're a Republican of any kind in, in St. Paul. But his heart was so in the right place. He was a fascinating interview. He's from Eritrea. And they are, I won't say majority Republican voters, but uh, among immigrants, along with South Koreans and Vietnamese, Probably the most Republican bunch of voters uh, among immigrants you're going to find, uh, as I understand it. So 651-289-4488 is the, the number to call if you have questions or comments. My question or comment to people who are uh, chanting, stomping their feet and saying, heck no, uh, when it comes to Jennifer Carnahan uh, getting a 10% commission on major donations. I'm talking major donations here now, not the 20 bucks you pay to get into a, a a precinct, or excuse me, a district convention. Not the fifty bucks you give to a can. Well, certainly nothing you give to a candidate. That's that's not going to the party directly, uh, or at all. That's uh, not the not the twenty bucks you, you're right here, or the thirty five bucks you you spend to get into the state convention. Now we're we're talking the major donations, the thousand dollar, five thousand dollar, ten thousand donations that the party tries to get from the big donors. Uh, this is one of the the top jobs that the party chairperson has. I mean, the the party, as I pointed out in a previous segment, the party chair's job is not to win elections directly, but indirectly through supporting financial and, and moral and organizational support to candidates, right? That's what they're supposed to do. And they're supposed to maintain the platform is a small part of their job. That's really the that's really the activist's job to maintain and to to continue uh, it's the and, and maintaining an organization to support candidates whatever they believe within the bounds of the party platform that's what they're supposed to do and and the bulk of that work is raising money it's fundraising on a state level on a national level on 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 a level of going to the republican national committee and to the various national uh organiza- republican organizations and getting money from them and convincing them that Republican races in Minnesota are in play, which, let's be honest, can be a hard sell sometimes. Uh, there's some good ones going on. The governor's race could very well be in play. And convincing the, the various Republican donors at the state level, at the national level, at the, at the level of the big foundations, and, of course, things like the, the, Republic, the national Republican uh, the various Republican funding organizations for the House and Senate and the Governor's Association, some of the other big Republican PACs, political action committees, convincing them that Minnesota is worth investing in is a sales job. 
And the you can go to any car dealership. You'll find out the most effective way to, to pay a salesperson is through incentives, a.k.a. commissions. Now, I've seen more than a few Republican activists, including some very smart ones and, very, and activists with, with long portfolios of doing great work for conservatism and the Republican Party, say, oh, heck no. I'd love to hear from them at 651-289-4488 as to why Jennifer Carnahan should not have a 10% commission on top of her relatively, I'd say, modest-ish uh, salary. I mean, there's no way Ken Martin earns 67000 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'd love to hear from uh, opponents because my point of view is this. If someone's primary job is fundraising, a.k.a. selling the party, to people with money, then the best way to pay a salesperson is commission. And if it works, if the incentive is enough to help Jennifer Carnahan and her staff bring more money to the party, then we all win. And if it's not, we are one central committee vote, a.k.a. job review, away from fixing that. What do you have to lose? AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One more segment when we come back. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job but don't make enough money to pay the bills? Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with relief factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with relief factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. The perfect Valentine's Day gift is to learn how to dance with this exclusive half-price offer from the Patriot and American Classic Ballroom. Get 20 lessons for just $8.50. That's half-price. American Classic Ballroom has developed the most effective method to teach you any dance style. There are only two of these half-off deals available. 20 dance lessons for just $8.50 from the Patriot and American Classic Ballroom. Give her a Valentine's gift she'll never expect. Call the Patriot today at 651 405-8800. If your tooth fell out, would you replace it? Most people would. So how is your hair any different? If you're tired of losing hair, simply replace it by going to INeedMoreHair.com. Let this be a year to make a new hair's resolution. Hi, I'm Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Meet the, the hair transplant specialists that have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan near 35E and Diffley Road. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. There's a generation or two of Americans who don't get that joke. 
There was a cigarette ad in the 60s that said I would rather, it, was, it would show a model, male or female, with a black eye saying I'd rather fight than switch from, from Betson and Hedges cigarettes. I don't know if I'm violating law by talking about a cigarette ad, by the way. I probably shouldn't be. Uh, it's a, it's a, it was a funny, funny joke in 1968. <laughs> Not so much now. People don't get it, but still a great, uh, funny line. A cool song, too, if you're into fire-raising uh, hip-hop from uh, 30 years ago. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. During the Obama administration, I used to respond to Democrats who say, hey, hey, look, after the recession was was officially over in, say, along about 2011, 2012, uh, and, and during Obama's second term, uh, Democrats saying, hey, <laughs> look at the Dow Jones. The Dow Jones is hitting record heights. And I'd respond, well, yeah, of course they are. Uh, Dow Jones, especially the Dow Jones financial sector uh, index, is being inflated by companies who are reeling in lots of federal cash, both direct taxpayer payments uh, from from the too big to fail uh, programs, uh, from and and cheap, cheap, cheap credit from uh, the quantitative easing that happened during the Obama administration, as still to some extent happening today, of course, uh, and and just basically sat on their cash. And when all you're doing is sitting on cash. And your cash to valuation ratio is at an all time high. Of course, your your stock value is going to rise. You're financially, at least on the surface, quite healthy. I mean, if you're sitting on cash, let's be honest. If you lose your job tomorrow, but you have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, your financial situation isn't so bad. I mean, you want to get another job going before you run out of cash, but. A little scrimping, a little economizing, going to the budget grocery store instead of Lund's. You'll 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 stretch your not to knock Lund's. Should they care to advertise on this broadcast? Just say, hey, love Lund's. You can find cheaper groceries anyway. As long as you have another job, another source of income before your savings run out, you're fine. And and of course, it wasn't quite exactly the same for major corporations. They've got other income as it happens. But when you're sitting on billions, hundreds of billions, perhaps trillions of dollars in cash. Of course you're going to be financially healthy, at least in terms of cash, and your stock value will show it. And it did. During the Obama administration, the stock market highs could be fair. And King Banyan may have to hold off on this at some point here. We may have to discuss this with him in the next uh, couple of weeks after I get back from Holes for Heroes. But... It's easy to look like you're doing very well when all you're doing is sitting on lots and lots and lots of cash. And in the financial services industry, that's what they did. All that that too-big-to-fail money went in the vault, and it stayed there. And so there was a lot of very wealthy companies out there that had some very booming stock values, but they weren't investing that money in new jobs, in new plants, in new work going on here in the United States that, that people were being paid to do. The job numbers, it was the, the slowest financial recovery from a recession uh, one of the slowest in history, certainly the slowest since the Great Depression, which, by the way, happens when you in, econ- intervene economically in recoveries. If you leave a, a healthy economy alone and let it recover on its own, deep recessions tend to be sh- the shortest ones. The economy, the, the recessions that dip the hardest, if you let them bounce back on their own, recover the fastest. See, also, 1982, a recession that lasted was very brutally difficult and had the same unemployment rate as the 2007 recession, almost 10% at one point, but bounced back incredibly fast because nobody tried to to help. (laughs) The government didn't intervene to, 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 to change the conditions. This is what happens. It's like recovering from a fever. You sweat the fever out. You let the economy, the bad economy, kill off the parts of the businesses, mind you, not people, in the economy that are dragging the economy down. You let the the, the, the bad business go away, and those resources and those people come back and work for solid businesses with sound ideas, and the economy comes roaring back. Anyway. It's not what happened after the 2007 recession, uh, but the Dow Jones didn't necessarily show it. The unemployment rates, however, did. The slow recovery in incomes and job growth since 2007, since 2009, have shown that it's been, if not a jobless recovery, certainly a slow, miserable recovery for an awful lot of people. But that's been changing. 
Uh, As we pointed out early in the broadcast, the unemployment rate among African-Americans has been plummeting for this last year here. It's among the lowest it's been in quite some time. And you've seen companies since the the word of the tax reform came out uh, offering uh, pay raises of their own on their own hook without waiting for legislation, paying out big bonuses, and most importantly, investing in new jobs. A headline from Apple this past week said it would bring uh, $350 billion back to the U.S. economy that had been parking overseas, which is the intention of the tax reform. Companies have been parking money overseas because American business taxes have been so out of skewed and, and confiscatory for the last 10 years here, and maybe more. Well, that money is starting to come back. There's a lot more to go. But when that money comes back here and gets invested in new plants and new facilities and new jobs, as Apple is promising to do, promising to build a new major campus, which, you know, if you've seen companies vying for the new Amazon campus, well, this will be another one of those battles royale. And as someone who works in IT, eh, wouldn't mind seeing them uh, dip a toe into the Twin Cities market. I don't think it'll happen because our tax rates have not come down, which is why we need a Republican governor and legislature in this state. And God willing, that's what we'll get. Anyway, you're starting to see that. And the market, start, stock market's still at a high, and part of that is because companies still have lots of cash. But part of it is because they're starting to invest in new growth. And that is what a real, genuine, healthy economy needs. Not banks sitting on vaults of cash like Scrooge McDuck, but actual investment in the growth of the economy, which after 10 years of, of baked wind from the Obama administration, say what you will about Donald Trump, it's finally starting to happen. Finally. We'll have to have King Banyan on one of these next weeks to talk about this. Hey, I have some sad news, and this, this broke just before the broadcast last week, and I missed it uh, at broadcast time. Longtime friend of this broadcast, um, and occasional guest Sarah Janicek, uh, who's listed as an influential Minnesota political commentator, uh, passed away on vacation uh, a week ago yesterday. Uh, a week ago yesterday in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, of a uh, infection that got out of control. Uh, this uh, smacked us pretty hard here in the Northern Alliance. Sarah has been a longtime friend of this broadcast. She was a regular at the uh, at the mob parties that we threw. She she attended quite a, a majority of the mob parties in her day. And this is one of those things where I read the fact that she passed and think, I can't believe she's gone. I expect to see her at the next mob party that I throw. Uh, of course, that's not going to happen. And and with that, I give my condolences to her friends and family, uh, including many of us in the Narn family. Condolences to the Janicek family. God bless you all. God bless America. See you at Medicine Lake next week. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text RIP11 to 42424 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text RIP11 to 42424. That's R-I-P-1-1 to 42424. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. 
I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Snelling Heating brings you Narn hosts Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson for a live broadcast whole from for Heroes on Medicine Lake in Plymouth on January 27th and White Bear Lake on February 3rd. Holes for Heroes is an ice fishing contest designed to honor our military both at home and abroad. See Mitch and Brad on the ice for Holes for Heroes January 27th and February 3rd from 1 to 3 p.m. Google Holes for Heroes for location details. Broadcast brought to you by Snelling Heating online at snellingcompany.com. This is three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.